0: Your daily dose of common sense in a world gone mad. This is the Steve Holstrom Show. Join the show by calling 701 271 1100 or email studio at flagfamily.com. The Steve Holstrom Show is on the flag. Now, your host, Steve
1: Holstrom. I'm coming in. Fargo City Commissioner John Strand says, I'm not done yet. And says he's going to run for re-election. More North Dakota residents than not say climate change does not pose a threat to our way of life. And Nikki Haley... Well, it's not so much what she said, it's how she said it today that has people talking. Good afternoon, my friend. Welcome to the Steve Halsham Show. Good to have you with us here on this Tuesday afternoon, February 20th, although it's another February day that feels a lot like March or maybe April. Amazing how this weather has continued to be so nice, and we're even getting some blue sky here and there along the way. We've had a few clouds move in as the day has gone on, but earlier today, lots of blue sky, and isn't that nice when you get these little warmer temperatures, but you get the sun. This time of the year, we get a lot of clouds typically. So we're getting the bonus of the sun and the blue sky, and I am here for all of it. Love it, and love that I get to hang out with you for another couple hours here this afternoon. Also today on the program, if you want a pair of Trump sneakers, you better get ready to pay up. Have you seen what the Trump sneakers are going for? Holy smokes. And the new Bison football coach signs his big uh, first big contract with the Bison. We've got the details on that for you as well. If you want to be involved in the show today, glad to have you do that. As I always say, I hope this can be a conversation more than a monologue. So please do make your voice heard on the program today, 701-271-1100. That's the number to call if you want to email, studio at flagfamily.com. You can text us as well, 701-237-1590. So lots of ways to get involved today. I am also uh, glad to be uh, going to be joined today in studio by a gentleman who's a good friend of mine who is also a banker and a state representative. And we're going to have what you might call a friendly debate, I think, about the property tax repeal measure or petition that's going around. And I've heard a fair amount about this, tried to read up a little bit. I think there's a way to do this, and I think that there's something to this plan that I like, and uh, Greg has some concerns, and so we're going to hash that out here today. I think we'll all learn a little something, because there's a lot of details to this, and it's nice to have good conversation, uh, friendly back and forth. We're going to do that today. And he is also going to be putting on his uh, A-job hat, too, as a uh, banking vice president at Starian Bank and we'll be uh, talking a little bit about the banking world here today and uh, some interesting topics that are kind of a big deal, uh, especially when it comes to passing on a family farm to that next generation. Uh, our family's in the middle of all that right now, and that is not a simple transition. It's not just numbers and figures. It's heart and soul and its history and its legacy and all those good things. So we're going to talk to Greg about that today too. So a, a two-for-one deal. Uh, with uh, Greg today here on the program. So I've also got uh, some audio that uh, I think is going to be really interesting for us all. Nikki Haley choking up today about her husband's deployment. And the human being in me says that's touching and it's honest and I like it. And then I think at the same time, like, you know, what does and Putin, what do they think when they see her having those emotional responses? So we'll talk about that today as well. Uh, Joe Biden also, uh, another lie. Aren't you glad we got that liar out of the White House, right? Uh, Joe Biden basically admitting all along that he's been lying about what he could or couldn't or could do at the border. So we got a lot of ground to cover. So let's get rocking and rolling here. As we do every day at 4 o'clock, we begin with a 4 o'clock wrap. Semi-automatic storylines, that's what we call it, because we go rapid fire through what has been a busy day. We start with the almanac here on the 4 o'clock wrap. It is Tuesday, February 20th. Average high for this day is 24. The average low is 6. Record high 54 in 2017. We're not going to get there today. Not quite as warm today as it was yesterday, but the wind is down a little bit. Still a very nice day uh, right now at 39. So uh, record high 54 back in 2017, record low, minus 31 in 2008. Love this uh, sunrise and sunset detail that we have to talk about each day as well. Sunrise at 723 this morning. Sunset will be 5.58, almost 6 o'clock now before the sun goes down. 10 hours and 35 minutes of daylight, and we are going to gain 3 minutes and 12 seconds today. In the markets today, a down day on Wall Street across the board. We've had a couple of those back-to-back. A uh, big loss today by the company NVIDIA. They are a, a, a semiconductor company that helps a lot of AI platform technology happen, and They've had a, a wonderful run-up, and I think some traders were taking profits after some announcements were made by the company today. But the Dow was down 64 points. The NASDAQ was down 144, and the S&P 500 was down 30. WTI crude oil today pulled back about a $1.50, 78.27 today uh, on that trading. Gold today at uh, $2,036 an ounce. That's up $11 from yesterday. Silver down 43 cents at 23 dollars and 4 cents. And your Bitcoin today is worth $265 more than it was when we did this yesterday at 52,134. AAA says the average price of a gallon of regular unleaded gas nationwide is 3.27. In Minnesota, it's 3.02, North Dakota 2.95, South Dakota 2.99. Yeah, there's a lot of 2.99 gas now around town. Don't like that when we're getting close to 3 bucks a gallon, but that is the story. All right, headlines making news here on this Tuesday afternoon. Fargo City Commissioner John Strand announced today that he is going to run for re-election his third term as member of the Fargo City Commission. Says he wants to keep working on housing concerns, homelessness, and more. Also today, ValleyNewsLive.com reporting that the mayor of Mapleton has been charged with two counts of felony criminal vehicular operation. 35-year-old Stephen Drager or excuse me, Andrew Drager of Mapleton, has been charged with those two counts. About 4 o'clock on Sunday, this past Sunday, Becker County deputies responded to a crash that had happened in the Detroit Mountain Recreation Area. A witness told deputies a pickup truck was speeding toward him, and he took the curve at a fast speed before crashing into some trees and a large rock. Deputies noted that his eyes were bloodshot, Drager's eyes were bloodshot. He had a blood alcohol of .14. So yes, that'll get you in some trouble. Uh, We got a news release from the North Dakota News Cooperative that says North Dakotans appear split on whether climate change is a serious threat and whether it's caused by people or not. About 43% of eligible North Dakota voters participating said they think climate change is going to pose a threat to their future way of life. Now, only 26% of Republicans said that, but 87% of Democrats and 45% of independents said that. And uh, one other note I thought was interesting on this, only 26% of the respondents said climate change is mainly caused by human activity. 38% said those changes were based on just natural things that happen in the environment. 27% say it's a combination of the two. So about a third, a third, a third of people weighing in on that topic today. The forum reports that the Zales Jewelry Store at West Acres is closing. Uh, The last day was Saturday, February 17th. And uh, Chris Heaton, the senior VP of property management at West Acres, said their lease was up, and uh, they just said for whatever reasons they had, they said they were just going to make a business decision and close the store. I know that malls aren't doing so good uh, all over the country, but I was at Rosedale Mall in the Twin Cities the other day, and I've been at West Acres. Our malls are still doing pretty darn good here, but still you got to decide, is that how you want to sell your jewelry? I thought this was interesting. Saw this from Wallet Hub today. They have released a property tax rate by state comparison. And you might be wondering to yourself, where are the states in uh, our part of the world? Well, there are only 19 states that have higher property taxes on average than North Dakota does. Uh, South Dakota is ranked the 17th highest. North Dakota ranked the 20th highest. And Minnesota is actually ranked a, a little bit better uh, than we are in this one. Uh, they no, actually they're a little worse than us. Uh, they are 18th there. So South Dakota 17, Minnesota 18, North Dakota 20. So compared to most of the country, we pay higher property taxes. The highest are New Jersey. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of numbers here, but I'll give you this one. Annual taxes on about a $300,000 home, $6,500 in New Jersey. Illinois is number two at 5900 Connecticut, number three at 5600 North Dakota, $2,700, which that's certainly not true in the metro area because my uh, house is appraised a little more than that, and uh, it's uh, it's way more than that. My new house and my old house were both well above that. I think the last bill I saw was... 4500 on the old house, the new house. They haven't really fully appraised it yet because we just got done putting it together. But I thought that was interesting. And one more story here for you. MinnesotaReformer.com reports that violent assaults on police officers have risen sharply in recent years, according to the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. Listen to this now. In 2019, there were only 10 occasions where police officers were shot at. But in 2023... That number was 59. So we've had seen a big increase just in the last three or four years. And, of course, everybody's talking about this because of the two law enforcement officers and the paramedic that were shot dead in Burnsville over the weekend. That's a look at some of the stories making headlines for you on this Tuesday afternoon. Short break for us. When we come back on the other side, the donations keep piling in for former President Trump on GoFundMe. Where's the number at now? Seems like a lot of us want to lend a hand to President Trump trying to pay $355 million. And we're going to talk about how to pass along that family farm to the next generation with Greg Steeman from Starium Bank. All that coming up next on The Steve Hallstrom Show.
2: There's one man on this earth who really truly gets it look i'm, I'm not uh, I, i'm not moses here i'm not going to be able
0: to lead us to the promised land i'm i i understand the limits of my uh, capacity you don't hear me going on and on and on all this program about uh, me this and me that i'm just trying to use what skills i have what experience i have what capacity god has given me
3: to try and help
2: mark levin is on the radio Do you suffer from stiff, achy, chronic knee pain? Have you been told you have arthritis? Is knee pain keeping you from enjoying your favorite hobbies? If so, the next 60 seconds could change your life. Please listen carefully. If we find you're a candidate for our unique approach, we'll do a trial treatment, and day one, you will know without a doubt if we can help you. Pick up the phone right now and call 701-353-2230. And best of all, we may be able to reduce and even eliminate your knee pain without pills, shots, or surgery. But due to limited capacity, you must call now at 701-353-2230. Hurry, call now to find out if you qualify for our program that is changing lives and helping people save time, money, and agony. Call now at 701-353-2230. You have nothing to lose, so call right now.
4: South Dakota farmers feed America and the world. At Summit Carbon Solutions, we're excited to partner with the South Dakota agriculture industry to help build a more prosperous future. Summit Carbon is working to build a CO2 pipeline across five states. We want to thank the 73% of South Dakota landowners along the pipeline's route who have signed voluntary easements for the pipeline to run under their land. Landowners have received $78 million for easements, and farmers can continue to farm the land. By capturing and transporting CO2 emissions for safe storage, this pipeline will help ensure the continued vitality of the ethanol industry and open new markets for ethanol in the U.S. and around the world. We want to continue to hear from South Dakotans and answer your questions. We're committed to doing right by South Dakota farmers and landowners, and we look forward to a bright future for South Dakota's great agriculture industry. Learn more at SummitCarbonSolutions.com.
5: Would you rather have to work outside under the hot North Dakota sun in the middle of summer, or would you rather have work outside in the middle of a cold and windy North Dakota winter? Well, your windows and doors don't get to choose because they have to work for you during both extreme hot and cold North Dakota weather. I'm Jaden. And I'm Andrew. We're your window and door gurus here in Fargo. We love what we do because we help people save money on their heating and air conditioning bills. They like that a lot, but they also like how new windows and doors make their home look nicer newer and add resale value we give you a guarantee on the installation of your new windows give us a call today our schedule is filling up fast we'll come to your home and show you a huge variety of windows and door styles and colors that we have we know you're busy so we'll meet you when it works best for you we promise no pressure and no obligation and we'll give you a free estimate on one window or a house full of windows the window and door store in fargo 701 205
6: better windows better doors your day starts early and finishes late, and while most people wouldn't understand, working with your brain and your hands is all you've ever known, and you've done pretty well for yourself. I'm Chad Zimmerman with Northstar Financial, and we're proud to work with people who find success outside of the typical desk chair setting. So whether your office is the farm, the shop, or the truck, we'd love to hear your story and help you write the next chapter. We're Northstar Financial, the financial advisor for the rest of us.
7: This is a paid advertisement, securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network, member FINRA, SIPC. Our registered investment advisor. Northstar Financial Group can be reached at two fifty Oak Ridge, Loop E, West Fargo, North Dakota, 5807, The Steve Hallstrom Show.
1: All right, I told you yesterday that there is a now a GoFundMe account. Stand with Trump to help fund the $355 million judgment that came from the state of New York. I told you yesterday that I actually put a couple of bucks in this. Uh, look, I know Donald Trump doesn't probably need the money. It's just the point. And this judgment that came down, what a crooked deal that was. That judge should be ashamed uh, to look himself in the mirror in the morning. And when we came on the air yesterday, it was just getting started, and there were $504,000 that had been raised. I want to give you an update on that. It's now up to 717000 Now, there's a lot... <laughs> There's a long way to go, three hundred fifty five million, but there are almost one three hundred and fifty fifth of that uh, taken care of. More than fourteen, thousand people have made a donation, and it's interesting when you look at the donation, some are twenty bucks, some are ten thousand. Like somebody threw ten thousand dollars into this thing. Uh, Elena Cardone, uh, who's uh, the wife of Grant Cardone. Uh, a couple of good patriots there, and um, Grant, I think, made his money in real estate, and uh, they're just trying to stand up for to do the right thing. So this will be interesting to watch. I don't know how long uh, it's going to take to get to a million. I don't know where this ends up going, but I thought I'd give you that update here on the program today. All right, 424, 39 degrees in Fargo right now. Please be joined in studio by a good friend of mine and also a very accomplished banker himself, Greg Steeman, vice president of business banking at Starian Bank in Fargo. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Steve. Thanks a lot for having me I on. call him Coach because he was a very successful college basketball coach. I got to know him working the Summit League basketball tournament uh, for Midco Sports back in the day, and uh, found that we had a lot in common, hit it off pretty well, and uh, a yeah. man who I love dearly, and it's great to see you, my friend. My heart jumps whenever you walk in the room, so glad to see you. Well, likewise, I appreciate I appreciate the friendship as well, and always look forward to these opportunities to visit. Yeah, so let's talk a little banking here. I, I kind of enjoy the whole uh, discussion about commerce and banking and finance and all that stuff. Uh, you are doing a lot of work at at Starion right now about passing that family farm on to the next generation. And so, what are some of the things that we want to think about when you're looking at that? Maybe you're you know our age, or maybe a year or two down the road, and you're like, "I've got to find a way to move this to the next generation." What do you What do you help people walk through with that? It's really um, you kind of talk about coaching. It's really having the pro-
8: proper teams in place. And, one, and I think the first thing you want to do is you want to involve your banker, you know, your tax attorney. Uh, your accountant, financial planner, because what you want to say is, what are what are my goals moving forward? What are my goals moving into retirement once I move this operation on to somebody else within the family? So I think it's very important to have those discussions, especially with the people who are objective and are going to look at it without any interest, specific interest in
1: it, other than setting you up for the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really, a, it's a great mindset to have, because you've got two sides to that equation. You've got Mom and dad, you know, the patriarch and, and mom, and how are they going to handle it? And then on the other side, you know, how is that going to be moved forward to the kids? So it's it's a big conversation to have. Um, so when you're kind of going through all this, um, you know, what's what's a good place to start when you're thinking about that conversation and how to make that decision? Like, what do you do first? It seems like such a big thing. It can be kind of overwhelming it's a
8: great question and and I want to go back to what I first said that that first team that you're talking about putting together is that's who's going to help you set this up I think that the most important conversation though and the one that's maybe sometimes most difficult to have is you got to have a, that that conversation with everybody that's going to be involved in yeah. The transition yeah the whole family exactly mm-hmm. even those that aren't involved in 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 the farming operation because as you know i'm sure you want to help them and with their financial future as well so the con- the con- conversation has to be had about saying hey listen we've got to talk about this because we want this transition to happen as smoothly as possible here's what we want to get out of it as from a retirement standpoint moving forward and here's how we want to involve mm. some people that want to be in the operation and then maybe some of those that,
1: that don't want to be involved. You know, and I think too, Greg, that it's easy to think, okay, well, I don't really know what to say yet. We don't have it all figured out. And so you maybe wait a little too long, and, and it, rather than just saying, hey, family, I just want you to know that we're thinking about how to do this, and we're talking to some people at Starian Bank or whoever, and I uh, just want you to know that it's something that we're talking about, figuring it out, uh, because it, it can be easy to start too late. It absolutely can. And so that's why it is important to
8: have those conversations when it first starts to cross your mind. Because once you have that conversation, you're not going to iron this out in a week and a half. Mm -hmm. Once you have that initial conversation with everybody, all interested parties – then you can bring in the objective people from the outside and say here's the best way to accomplish this with the people that know all different sides of your operation
1: how do you work it when maybe there's a son or a daughter uh, and they want to keep going with the farm but maybe some of the other brothers and sisters say you know what this is not my cup of tea how do you handle that it's a great question
8: and that's why you bring that's why you bring these people in you know estate planners financial planners your banker who knows your farming operation because as parents you want to make sure that You leave something to everybody, but at the same time, the one who wants to continue with the operation, there's probably just a different manner in which you handle that, Mm. not only the conversation, but how you handle the end result. And so I think all those things are important. So have those conversations. Don't be afraid to have them because, hey, you're doing it for the the good of your family and for the good of those involved in the operation.
1: I would think, Greg, if you don't handle it the right way, you can leave a lot of exposure out there for the tax man, probate court. There can be a lot of things that you don't even think about because you just don't know. I mean, most of us we don't do this, you know, every 10 years. It's only it's kind of a once in a lifetime conversation, but you've got to have things structured in the right way so that you can uh, mitigate that tax impact to your family. Absolutely. And and that's that's what you want to be thinking about
8: is the future and and you don't want to wait and assume oh, everything'll just work out. That's, mm. that's not necessarily it. And that's why you want to have the interested parties involved in that initial conversation and then set that team up that says I know these people have my best interest mm-hmm. at heart. I know they're going to make sure I'm as educated as I possibly can be. Everybody can learn a little bit more. Yeah. People may think they're okay, but you can always learn more from those people that you trust.
1: Well, and you've done this for a long time as your rural lender. I know you were working in Oaks for a while and now doing what you do. You've helped a lot of families through that kind of thing on the ag side. And so it's nice. it's a conversation I bet you enjoy having with people. It is because, because it, it it can only help you moving forward. The more, the more
8: communication that takes, place is only going to help not only the transition situation, but everybody that's involved in the discussion.
1: Well, Greg Steeman is with Starian Bank in Fargo. And if you want to ask a few questions, it doesn't cost anything to ask a few questions and just kind of get that conversation started. uh, You can talk to the team at Starian Bank, 281-5600. Ask for Greg, good faith, family freedom guy. uh, You'll have a good conversation with him. You can go online to starianbank.com as well. StarianBank.com or 701-281-5600. Greg, hang tight, buddy. You and I get to talk about some other fun stuff here in a few minutes. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Speaking of fun stuff, here comes Tom Tucker with the day's news update. Not always fun stuff, I guess, but (laughs) there's usually some good nuggets in there. So what have you been working on today, buddy? Howdy, Steve. Thanks. Fargo City
9: Commissioner John Strand announced today he's seeking re-election, seeking a third term, Strand tells WDAY Radio Now that his priorities will include housing and homelessness. Three other candidates are currently running to fill two open seats on the commission. They are Anna Johnson, Delson St. Hald, and Nate Pullen. Incumbent Commissioner Arlette Preston has not yet announced her intentions for the 2024 election.
1: Okay, so we don't know about Arlette. John wants to run, so that means there will be at least, what, four that will be going for the one seat? Is that uh, the math on that? There will be two open seats. There will be two open seats. Oh, but we just don't know if our let's going to run again. Correct. There you go. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, we have more people now than we have seats that are open, so this will be interesting. I think numbers are a good thing. I Absolutely, they are. Yes. Yep. All right. Also,
9: this afternoon, a Fargo woman is facing charges after police say she ran over three people. I saw this Around story. 2 o'clock, yeah, Sunday My morning. Word. Officers were called to the 4500 block of 7th Avenue South for a report of a woman running over people with her car. After an on-scene investigation, officers identified and arrested the suspect, 24-year-old Fargo resident Princess Gway. She's charged with attempted murder, reckless endangerment, and driving under the influence. Three victims were taken to an area hospital for treatment of serious injuries. One victim
1: has life-threatening injuries, Mm. and there's no word yet on a motive. So I'm trying to picture in my mind, Tom Tucker, how this all shook down. It's 2 a.m. on a late Saturday night, early Sunday. We might as well just call it Saturday night because none of those people probably knew that it was Sunday morning by then. So what do you just have like a group of people sitting around in a parking lot and a woman just says, hey, I'm just going to take out a few of these people. Like, I wonder what in the world happened that led to a gathering of people being outside. Mm-hmm. It's not the middle of summer, yeah. so it's not real balmy. And this woman decides, I'm just going to start mowing them down like bowling pins. What a weird story.
9: It's sad uh, and unfortunate, and it makes me think of the old saying, what is it? Nothing good ever happens after 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. I guess it depends
1: on your reference point. Exactly right. Yeah. My mom used to say 10 p.m. We thought that was a little tough, especially in our (laughs) teenage years, Uh, but she (laughs) probably knew what she was talking about.
9: Yeah, moms usually do. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Finally, here this afternoon, a commercial real estate expert was asked if he sees any problem area currently in the metro commercial market.
6: It would have to be the office market. You know, we climbed uh, vacancy
9: about two full percentage points from 22 to the end of 23. So we're sitting about nine and a half percent vacant at the end of 23. That's about where we sit today, too. So there hasn't been a huge change in the last, you know, six, seven weeks. Andy Westby with Goldmark Commercial says A relatively softer demand for office space can still be attributed to the work from home trend that emerged after the arrival of COVID-19. Westby appeared on the flags. What's on your mind?
1: Tom, you know I love it when you bring stories about the local economy in here. This is very interesting. So, Despite all of that, though, they're still building commercial space like crazy Mm -hmm. in this town. Strip malls and little office huts and everything else. Mm -hmm. Even though we've got a fair amount of vacancies at about 9.5%. I think he does say the
9: retail uh, sector is a bit stronger right now than Mm. the office space markets.
1: Yeah, Very interesting. Tom, thanks for the update always good stuff my friend thank Thanks, you Steve. senior reporter tom tucker checking in from the flag family newsroom justin storm is also here from the skywatch weather center afternoon meteorologist uh, and he's been making us all smile a lot lately another job well done by you today sir
6: and what's going to happen when it gets
1: cold, Steve? Am I going to lose my job? No, nah, no, no, because you built up so much store credit over the last two months. Oh, it's like good. we skipped January and February, went right to March here, and it's continuing day. A little cooler than it was yesterday, but I like it that the wind is down.
6: Yeah, it's not too bad out there. It's forty-two degrees right now, Steve. West winds at ten miles an hour. We won't see them much stronger than that throughout the rest of today. We're still mixing in lots of sunshine, but there is a variation in cloud cover across our area. So for some, it is mostly cloudy. For others, like us, it is almost mostly sunny right now over Fargo. And we'll see more of that cloud cover rolling in with a couple of isolated sprinkles just west of the valley that may... Uh, hold together to give us a few sprinkles around our area after dark, but it won't be long-lived, and it will not add up to much. We could even see a few flurries as temperatures oh. drop down below freezing okay. throughout this evening into the overnight hours, but it will eventually start to trend more clear as we head throughout tonight. We'll drop down to a low of 21 degrees, a little patchy frost here or there on the roads tomorrow, like this morning, with southwest winds around 5 to 10. Now, tomorrow, record heat or warmth, whichever way you want to look at it, forecasting a high of 53. The record is 49, set back in 1981. Yes. Yes. It's Mm going to be awesome. We'll be looking at partly cloudy skies and uh, I can't rule out the possibility of an isolated shower again throughout the evening of tomorrow. It just looks most favorable down in South Dakota, but Mm. I'll just leave it as a possibility so no one's surprised if they see a few raindrops on the windshield Wednesday evening. Thursday, flirting with record warmth again. The record is 49. I'm forecasting 49 degrees with sunny skies. West winds 10 to 15. And for Friday, we'll cool things down into the 30s, but we're back in the low 50s on Saturday. Mm. Likely going to tie or break another record the record on saturday is 51 we should top out at 52 degrees after that it does trend a little cooler in the next week it does look like we'll probably drop into the 20s for a couple of days but even after that it looks like we'll warm back up out of that little cold spell so nothing long lasting just a couple days here or there which is still technically above average, but cooler compared to where it's been. And this weather is brought to you by Air Mechanical of Fargo. If you are in need of a generator or want to get some information about them, you can find the professionals over at Air Mechanical of Fargo.
1: Okay, thank you, Justin. Appreciate it, as always. Meteorologist Justin Storm keeping us informed, and boy, don't you like the work that he's putting out these days. Fantastic. All right, well, we'll switch gears when we come back. Talk about the discussion about ending property taxes in North Dakota. It's a little bit of a misnomer. we got to explain what this means. Where will the money come from if you and I are no longer footing that bill? We'll talk with Greg Steeman, state representative here out of Fargo, when we come back on the Steve Hallstrom Show. When you need a generator, you need the region's
10: generator experts. Air Mechanical of Fargo offers quality Briggs & Stratton or Generac fixed generators for commercial or residential use. And Air Mechanical has the best generator service team, serving an 80-mile radius of Fargo-Moorhead. You can count on Air Mechanical, family-owned and operated with over four decades of service in commercial and industrial HVAC systems and generators. Online at air-mech.com.
7: Air Mechanical. Fargo. Attention, motivated individuals. Plains Grain and Agronomy is seeking a precision ag service technician to join the team. If you're passionate about agriculture and thrive in a hands-on role, this is your opportunity. From running parts counter to providing technical support, your skills will make a difference. Apply today and become part of Plains Grain and Agronomy's dynamic team. Visit plainsgrain.com for details. That's plainsgrain.com.
3: Hi, this is Ben with Holson Solar. You may have heard about our solar energy systems and permanent holiday lighting, but did you know that we also offer security camera systems and door access controls for your home and business? Protect your assets and streamline your security with the newest surveillance technology at Holson Solar. Come see us at the 2024 Home and Garden Show for a full product lineup. Give us a call at 218-78-SOLAR or visit us at HolsonHome.com for a free quote. At Bagan Strinden Vision, a
7: team of board-certified ophthalmologists offer the latest in premium lens cataract surgery, including the exciting new light-adjustable implant technology. Bagan Strinden Vision also offers bladeless LASIK with eye design, minimally invasive glaucoma surgery, and treatments for a wide variety of eye conditions. Dr. Strinden, Dr. Bagan, and Dr. Winkles are native North Dakotans with a combined over 70 years of experience. Call their office to learn more about these dramatic advancements in eye care. Bagan Strinden Vision. Experience you can trust. The Steve Hallstrom Show on AM 1100, The Flag.
1: It is a fascinating question. Is there a way that the state of North Dakota could figure out a way so that you and I do not have to pay property taxes on the property that we own? Rick Becker, former state representative and now a candidate for Congress, has been working for about the last year and a half or so on a plan that would do just that. And uh, Greg and I uh, continue our conversation with Greg Steeman, uh, North Dakota State Representative out of Fargo here on the program. I, uh, I've had a couple of just brief conversations with Greg and I. I know that we have a slightly different opinion of this idea. Mm-hmm. And so I want to talk this through And I will admit to you, Greg, that you probably know more about the details about how all this comes together behind the scenes than I do. Um, so let me give you my theory on this, and then you can go ahead and poke any holes that you want in that. So here's how I see it. Um, the, the The way it's structured is that, Property taxes aren't really going away. They're just going to be paid for differently. Okay. So, whatever I'm paying and you're paying, and everybody who has a house, uh, across, let's just say, say Fargo for right now, that amount of what we pay for that is going to be locked in. They'll establish a value, and that's going to be kind of just a, a static value that's always going to be there. So let's say it's $100 million, everybody in Fargo. So going forward, it will not be you and me and everybody else in town that will pay that. It will be the state of North Dakota that would pay that uh, to um, the municipalities here in town so that we can have all the things that we have. And then from that point on, as costs go up, which they invariably will, you can call it something, but you'll have to call it something other than property tax, And so there's going to be continuing needs for financing and all that. We understand that, but it will have to be explained to us all what exactly it is that uh, is going into that. So I look at that and I say, I get it um, that there's still going to be needs going forward here, but I believe that it will create more transparency in how we are informed about what these costs are going to be. Because currently, it just kind of all rolls into property taxes. and Everybody throws a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, and the cost just keeps going up. We say, well, it's property tax or whatever. Well, now we might have to get more specific on what we're calling it. We understand that this is an additional cost that is coming to us rather than just our property taxes are going up for some nebulous reason. And so what will happen then Every December 31st, I go over to the courthouse with my check for property taxes and put it in the box and pay that because I want to write it off on that year's taxes. So instead of my $4,500 or 5000 or whatever that is, I, don't ha- I would not have to write that check out. I would stimulate the local economy sometime because I have $5,000 in my hands that I didn't have before. I'm either buying nicer Christmas presents. I might take the family on a trip, whatever I might want to do with that. What a promotional tool also for the state of North Dakota to say to people from Minnesota, South Dakota, Montana, wherever, North Dakota, the state with no property taxes, come here and you'll keep more of your hard-earned money. It'd be a great way to recruit people to the state because we need employees, we need people and all that. So I see these things as benefits and then I say, okay, Hallstrom, if you want to not be a total just pie in the sky guy, how are you going to pay for it? Okay. So I say to myself, all right, well, we've got whatever funds we're talking about in the state legislature that uh, the allocations go out. I talked to Jim Casper. He says, we can absolutely do this. I'm like, okay. Rick Becker, who is in the legislature, says, we got money to do this. No question about it. If people that are knowing the story about how this could happen say, yes, we're going to have to cut some things. But the way our spending has gone, we continue to spend and spend and spend. I feel like if people like that are saying we've got the money to do it, that's the best information I can get. I like this idea, Greg. I know that it gives concerns to some people, and you've got some concerns. And so with that, I'll say that is my perception on this. You tell me what I'm missing.
8: Well, I don't know that I'm going to tell you that you're missing anything. Um, But what I am going to say is, yeah, it's great to just go out there and say, you know what, i want to get rid of property tax. Well, stuff has to get paid for somehow and the money mm-hmm. comes it's a zero sum game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the, the money comes from somewhere. First of all, I think it's antithetical to conservative thought. We literally are taking away local control. Let's let's not act like we're not. It's th- those those dollar those and, and let's everything's gonna be set at the twenty, twenty four levels. So nobody's even gonna look at hey who which political subdivision has been very lean with the way they've run their budget? Which political subdivision has been overly, you know, has as taxed at, at a higher value, now we're going to reward them for running things poorly and lock it in at those levels? Bad concept. There are okay. no escalators. There are no increases for inflationary. And then you say, oh, well, it won't be called a tax. It's a tax, whether it's a fee. Whether Absolutely. It's, so let's
1: not say it's not a tax. Okay. So, so let me talk about this. Local control. Why is there not local control? The check is going to be coming from the state government for my $5,000 to to the people that got it before, and if you now want to have a fee or a tax or whatever, you have to have transparency with your community to say, here's what it's all about. What am I missing? There's still all the local control we've ever had. Well, you can say that. And at the same time,
8: are you telling me that every city won't be going to the state now and saying, hey, listen, there's no way we can put this on on, on our population? What if we need flood control, Steve? How much money comes from the state for that? How much relief when it comes to? But you'd have those subs? conversations anyway. Absolutely, but at the same time, what if what if what if Fargo says we need a new city hall? Okay, well who's going to decide? Is it going to be the local voters? And if they vote no, are they going to go to the state then? And then how many legislators go? No, Fargo does need a city hall, so we're going to appropriate additional money. And those decisions are going to get made at the state level. And I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's irresponsible for us to say that local control is going to stay the same when we literally take their ability to tax out of their hands. Yeah, we can say it's feeing, adding fees, whatever it is. But the other thing that we're doing, we're saying we have the money. You know what we're basing this money on? 50% of our tax revenue comes from
1: oil. Oh, it's 53, I think. I just saw this the other day. Let's think about this. So
8: we think we're going to have oil for perpetuity? I, the state did one of the best things they ever did. They they, they established the legacy fund, mm-hmm. and that is, is going to be close to ten billion. And If things stay the way they are for the next ten years, it could reach twenty billion. And what what will that do? That will be able help North Dakota sustain the loss in revenue when the oil production recedes. And we have to be we have to be very
1: careful to act as though that it's not going to go away. someday. okay, it might. It might but this is 10 15 20 however many years down the line by that time if we handle the legacy fund right we could have 20 30 40 billion exactly. in there kicking off the interest we have so first of all you're assuming that something's going to die that we don't know is going to no, die No, but we, we know
8: what what's out there you know 10 to 15 years based on current projections it can change could A- and this is and this is also basing on 95 to 100 uh, uh, dollar per barrel oil. How long ago was it when it was negative? How long ago was it when it was $30 a barrel? How long ago was it when it was 50 We are assuming the best-case scenario for the next decade in order to pay for this $1.2 billion a year. Uh, that and, and, oh, by the way, we're going to get rid of property tax. And so now guess what? Everybody, everybody who lives outside of North Dakota that owns property in, in the state of North Dakota doesn't have to pay anything.
1: Yeah, that's about, true. How about
8: all the businesses that are not owned, out, out from, they're owned from people outside the state Now they're not paying any property tax, no property tax coming into the coffers. It's all on the backs of North Dakota citizens. Can you imagine what the state of Minnesota do if they said, how much money we could save North Dakotans if the state of Minnesota said, hey, we're going to get rid of your property tax for your lake
1: place? Okay, let me turn that that around and say to you, I love the fact that businesses might want to come here and set up a shop and invest in this state. There's a lot of farmland out here with the corporate farming laws that we're now Mm -hmm. willing to consider. I think, again, why, just like I talked about people wanting to move here for this benefit, businesses wanting to, to come here and invest in doing business in the state. I don't think that's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. You know what? North
8: Dakota's already ranked the number one state to start a business in, Steve. We I saw have that. a, we have a yeah.
1: very, very
8: accommodating tax situation. I mean, we, we are, that's important to us as a legislative body to say we want to be business friendly. And, and we have created a very good environment for that. But if we do this, now all of a sudden, who wins it's out people who from out of state that own property in North Dakota yeah but you pay can't nothing.
1: yeah i get it but you can't say This is a bad thing because somebody might benefit that's out of state when everybody who's here in the state does benefit. That's a guarantee, the people that have property in this state. The people who own property, sure, absolutely. It'll incentivize buying houses. It'll incentivize the banking. The mortgage companies will be busier here. I think people will want to get out of the rentals and maybe build that house that they've been talking about building. Well,
8: potentially, and maybe they can do that in five or six years. And at that time, how how much in local fees or whatever you want to call them have been assessed? by local political subdivisions i think that's my frustration let's talk about how we got here people are not happy with their property tax is that correct so are we holding those taxing authorities accountable are we or are we just saying ah let's let's, let's press the easy button and let's put it all in in bismarck let's have 141 people in bismarck you know tell us how much money we're going to get what's what's to keep yeah but the, I, what's to keep the legislature from saying you know what I I don't think that community that of a thousand. I, I don't think Carlsruhe North Dakota, manage their money very well. We're going to cut back on, on that. But
1: again, what I would say is we're freezing the amount that is going to come to this to Fargo and Cass County. So At it, the people levels. here in Fargo and Cass County are still going to be able to make all of those decisions. That money that the ledger U one hundred forty one. You're not deciding that. That's like assumed it's locked in. It's always going to come this way. And if we need to do something different to raise money here. We're still going to do it. I hear you say over and over that we're losing local control, but I don't see it that way because it's a guarantee that Fargo is going to still get my money. It's just going to come from the state. You're not going to have legislators that are trying to figure out if Fargo should have a new school or whatever, because if that happens or they need to do something like that, that's going to all happen within Fargo. Bismarck is going to have nothing to say. And I know you say, well, they might ask Bismarck, but are we going to throw a really good idea out right now? Because there's a chance in a few years, somebody might call Bismarck for permission. It doesn't hold no, water no, to no. me.
8: And that's, but my, I go back to this. I'm sorry. You're upset that you're paying too much property tax. Whose fault is that? Yeah, you're, you're whose right. Whose fault is that? And so but, you're right. So we're going to say let let's instead of holding people accountable, we just say no, we're not going to worry about it. Let's let's tell the state, but nobody's going to have to pay property tax. Do we really think? Do we really think? Uh, right now, the state uh, provides over five and a half billion of local property tax relief, Steve. Yeah, five and a half billion. That's great. Of that. 1.8 billion can't be touched because it's the, the mill buy down for, for public schools. Do you honestly think that, that some of those funds aren't going to get removed? I mean, 243 million currently goes to cities and counties. Yeah. Guess what? That's going to go into the 1.2 billion. The 1.2 billion is going to get replaced. And, and people think that the amount of money coming from the state is going to increase. It would be nice, but it's, it's really not going to. And and, mm-hmm. and I think that's the problem is the whole story is not being told. When we say, well, we have more than enough money to do that, uh, what I honestly think they're doing is they're saying, well, we can take more legacy fund earnings instead of investing that back into the legacy fund. It, that would be the same thing as me saying, you know what? You're 50 years old and you've got more than enough money in your retirement account. Just start taking money out of your retirement account. Pay the penalties. Don't worry. Yeah. And then when you're 65, you're going, where'd all my money go? And it's not going to be any difference. If we want to build a legacy fund up, I'm okay as a legislator saying, I want the state of North Dakota be, to be better off financially in the future for future generations. That's what the Legacy Fund was, was started for. And I just think that's a better investment. Long-term. When we
1: come back on the program, I'm going to take a short break here, but when we come back on the program, we're going to talk about that, the the, the question of – Do we have the money to pay for it? It, It's kind of the basis for my argument. I'm I'm banking on what I'm hearing from some people who are saying, we've got the money to do it. Is that necessarily so? We'll talk about that when we continue next on the Steve Hallstrip Show.
11: Next up on What's On Your Mind, your chance to sound off on what ticks you off about anything in the news. Or tell us whatever you want to tell us. It's called What's On Your Mind for a reason. And you know what? You don't even have to wait for the show. 830 to 11, AM 1100, FM 92.3. The flag, because you can call right now. Get that off your chest, 855-200-1776. That's right, 855-200-1776. What's on your mind? 830 to 11, right here on The Flag. You've no doubt heard the saying, do it right the first time. That's why we at Flag Family Media had Olaf Anderson General Contractors handle our entire project for the Flag Family headquarters you see on I-29, south of the 94 interchange. And there's projects underway right now. A lot of buzz about that beautiful new building downtown, the new headquarters for Bell Bank. That's an Olaf Anderson project. Everywhere you look, really, you're going to find some. True North Steel is an example. Wimmer's Diamonds. Just a few examples. They do it all at Olaf Anderson. If you have an automotive or manufacturing business, aviation, education, healthcare, need an office space, specialty office, warehouse, storage office, they do it all at Olaf Anderson. And you know what? They do it right the first time. We know firsthand. Attention to detail, second to none. Managing the schedule, impeccably executed. For design build and master planning, do it right the first time. Olaf Anderson, General Contractors. Like us, you'll never regret the decision to go with the best.
12: Looking for a new Ford? This is Ward Cater. Discover the difference at Vision Ford in Wahpeton, North Dakota. We pride ourselves on personalized service tailored just for you. At Vision Ford, it's not just about the cars. It's about your unique needs. Benefit from exclusive deals, a local touch, and standout features in every Ford. Ready for a personalized car buying experience? Drive home in style. Drive with Vision Ford. Your journey begins here. Don't worry about what we have. We'll get you exactly what you want.
5: Hi, this is Trevor Ockrey, the owner of Buffalo River Sales in Glendon, Minnesota. Need small engine repair done fast? That's us. Some other shops are three to six weeks out for repair work. Not here. We like to say repairs done in days, not weeks. So whether it's a lawnmower, a snowblower, or any small engine repair, come see us. We offer pickup and delivery and even loaners. All the info you need is at buffalorivermowers.com. That's buffalorivermowers.com. In Glendon. This is the Steve Holstrom Show on AM
1: 1100 and 92.3 FM. The flag. All right, 271 1100 is our phone number. Jim in Fargo wants to uh, jump in on this conversation. Uh, Jim, have you got a question for Representative Steeman here? Yeah, I'm just saying that the uh, legacy funds
13: should never be used for public schools, government run public schools. It be, should be used. Just uh, for private schools, get it out of there. We don't need the government in those school systems. You see what they're doing to the children. See how they're just brainwashing them.
1: Gotcha, Jim. And, Got uh, your another, point. Another thing. Yeah. Okay,
13: quick. Another thing. Uh, if I have a North Dakota license plate, I should be able to go to Theodore Roosevelt Park and get in there free. If they charge to go into the Theodore Roosevelt, I
1: gotcha. Park. Yep. So your thought uh, is that free. that should be for state residents that uh, to, to be able to get in with no admission. Yeah.
13: Anybody else who wants
1: to come across the border, yep, and see that they facility? can pay their ticket. Okay. Right. Sounds good, Jim. Thanks for giving a call. Um, so, Greg, Jim makes a fair point here that if you end up tapping into legacy fund to help underwrite this whole thing, um, that that is basically legacy fund going to pay how for how schools operate.
8: Well, yeah, so and, that's all you
1: would do it. And we're constitutionally obligated to do that right now. I mean, we, we probably fund
8: close to 75 to 80 percent of the public schools, you know, at the state through, level.
1: Through legacy fund? No, 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 yeah. no,
8: no, no. I'm not saying that. And I'm, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that even this talks about, because I don't want to, I don't think even this property tax thing, I don't think it talks about getting into the legacy fund principal balance itself. No, it should I think it talks about using additional earnings. Well, that's, that,
1: a, that's a law, right? We can't touch the, exa- the principal.
8: Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so I, I don't want anybody to think that I'm even even – Inferring no 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 I've okay. never taken anything
1: like that I get you, you you didn't even bring up legacy fund really I yeah. I probably might to say okay if it's going to be six hundred billion dollars in earnings could we use sure. some of that but you've not uh, everybody who's listening who's going to get it <laughs> – Greg might get in trouble he's not going there on no, that thing not at all um, we've only got another minute or so left mm-hmm. um, I I'll, I'll just want to say that I think the point that you've made that's really good here and that we all need to think about even those of us who like this idea is are we rolling the dice on a really big gamble that the state will have this money in future years? I'm going by Jim Casper sits there, Rick Becker sits there and they've said we've got the money prairie pothole, prairie dog, whatever funds we've got, we can do this. That's what I'm basing it all on and if if, if oil tanks, like you say, there could be issues later on down the road. Well
8: and to their point they're right. The, the prairie dog right now you know, is about 250 million a year to town things like that that will get rolled into this 1.2 billion quote property tax relief it, a lot of those current things will go away to yeah. pay for the 1.2 billion and so it's it would be great if we did have that money tree in the capital right next to the legacy fund where we could just say, let's, let's increase the amount right now. There's no guarantee of that. And it will, we will end up having to, you know, Rob, Peter to pay Paul in order to pay yeah. for this. If it goes
1: through, I just don't think it's the right thing for North Dakota. Uh, John got about 15 seconds left. Last word goes to you.
12: Legacy fund a couple of years ago, it's 5 billion. Now it's 9 billion. How big should that fund be? And, let me tell you what a billion dollars is. I just heard a stat. If you made $5,000 a day since America was discovered, it would be another 15 years before you got a billion dollars. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's a, it, it's that's a thousand lot. thousand million, right? It so, absolutely is. Yeah. I, Thank you, John. We would all love to see the legacy fund get to 20 to $25 billion. It would fund a lot of things for the future yeah. of our state. I do think that if this gets on the ballot and it, the petition goes through, it'll get It'll get approved. I think people are going to say, look, I get it. There might be problems later, but I'm just I'm hurting right now. And this seems like the the politicians, some of them are saying we can do it. Um, look, I need help. Uh, inflation is going, whatever. This is going to free up money for me and my family. I think it's going to be too hard for people to say no to this. If it ends up on the ballot, it's going to be very, very interesting. And I don't know who's going to line up to put money behind it or against it in the advertising uh, that's going to go into that vote. So it's going to be a really interesting year as this unfolds. It, uh, there's a lot of interesting things out there, but I, I hope
8: people do some research on this. And, and I, I, I do think it's uh, we need to hold our, our local control where it's at, and we need to hold our local control people accountable yeah.
1: for yep. the, the position that people are in. A hundred percent agree. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. It's good. I think we got a lot of information, different points of view out there. And so yeah. appreciate you hanging in there with us on that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Greg Steeman, uh, North Dakota State Representative here on the program today. All right. The top five and five is coming your way next.
0: Community-focused, conservative-minded. This is AM 1100 and 92.3 FM. WCFG, Gilworth, Fargo, Moorhead, USA. The flag. It's 5 o'clock.
9: From the WDAY News Center, I'm Tom Tucker. It's time for your flag news update. This news is brought to you by Labor Masters. As the war between Israel and Hamas continues into its fifth month... Some Fargo community members are asking the city commission to approve a resolution calling for a ceasefire to the conflict.
10: No matter like what your position are, if you're like a leader in the community or whether that's, you know, a federal leader or a local leader, you should you still have a responsibility in representing and speaking on behalf of the people. I think it's definitely important that, you know, they have positive messaging on this, but we should avoid the idea of like whataboutism.
9: Kyle Feldhake is the local leader for the national organization called Code Pink. Minnesota state colleges and universities are looking for $1 billion in funding from state lawmakers during this legislative session. We're told the funds would mostly be used to repair existing buildings across the state. The money would also go toward improving energy efficiency, enhancing campus safety, and bolstering future enrollment. And a Dilworth man was arrested last night after police say he drove the wrong way on I-29 and led officers on a short pursuit. It happened in Trail County around 11 o'clock. The man arrested is identified as 30-year-old Trevor Christensen. No one was hurt. I'm Tom Tucker with the flag and aim1100theflag.com.
7: First with news when you need to know. Attention service technicians, West Plains Inc., a certified Case IH dealer in Beach, North Dakota, is looking for a top-notch individual to join their team and perform quality maintenance and repairs on all types of agricultural equipment. West Plains is a value-led, 100% employee-owned company, offering competitive wages, benefits, and job training. If you're ready to work in a great environment with great people, apply at PlainsEgg.com. West Plains Inc. is proud to be an equal opportunity employer.
14: in the wallet. I'm Lisa Licera, Fox News. The White House with a new round of punishments against Russia coinciding with the anniversary of its invasion of Ukraine.
0: President Biden warned of a response after the death last week of Kremlin opposition leader Alexei Navalny and today says sanctions against Russia are on the way. We'll have
11: a major package announced on Friday.
0: National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says the new sanctions coming on the eve of the two-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine will be substantial and cover elements of Russia's defense industrial base and sources of revenue. Sanctions against Russia have been severe from the U.S. and international partners over the past two years.
14: Fox's Jared Halpern at the White House. This is a dual Russian-American citizen has been arrested in Russia. White House National Security Communications Advisor John Kirby says they're seeking more information on the arrest of the woman. If you're a U.S. citizen, uh, including a dual national, uh, residing in or traveling uh, in Russia... You ought to leave right now if you can. Just depart immediately. A woman described as a ballerina from Los Angeles is accused of treason for raising money for a Ukraine relief organization. Two more people charged in the deadly shooting of the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl rally. Jackson County Prosecutor Jean peters Baker says Dominic Miller and Lindell Mays are both charged with second-degree murder and other counts. The evidence
7: um, does not reflect in these early moments that there was any prior history between these individuals.
14: The shooting killed a mother of two and local disc jockey Lisa Lopez-Galvin and wounded 22 others. Authorities in the Houston suburb of Livingston, Texas, say they have found the body of an 11-year-old girl who had been missing since last week and will charge a man who lived on her family's property with murder. America is listening to Fox News.
10: Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare information guide absolutely free. Call 800-919-3200. That's 800-919-3200.
0: 800-919-3200.
6: Partly to mostly cloudy for this evening with a west-northwest wind around 5 to 15. Throughout early tonight, it's cloudy with a chance for a few sprinkles. Otherwise, skies will be clearing out as temperatures drop down to a low of 21, with wind switching to the southwest around 5 to 10. We'll hang on to light wind on Wednesday with skies going partly cloudy. Highs are in the upper 40s to low 50s. And on Thursday, we'll cool things back down into the 40s with mainly sunny skies. From the Flag Skywatch Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Storm.
14: Hi, my name is Justina, and I am a junior at Fargo North. I moved here with my parents at an early age, and I plan to study business in college. The reason that I'm so hopeful about my future is Legacy Children's Foundation. I want to thank the amazing donors who are complete strangers to me. I'm amazed by the generosity. Because of them, Legacy youth receive resources and positive relationships to become educated leaders. Find out more at LegacyChildrensFoundation.com.
10: Okay, so you've heard about the Sunday brunch at Barron's Eatery at Kingpin's every Sunday. Well, wait till you see how they're amping it up a bit for Easter. Sunday, March 31st, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., join us at Barron's at Kingpin's for their Easter brunch. Smokehouse ham, build your own waffle bar, two chef's entree specials, baked Reggiano hash browns, biscuits and gravy, garlic mashed potatoes with gravy, their thick-cut hickory-smoked bacon, sausage links. They're doing a chef's special egg bake along with the Regular egg bake, fresh caramel rolls made to order, assorted fruit, assorted pastries and croissants, and of course the dessert bar. Twenty five bucks for adults. Kids eat for fifteen bucks, twelve and under. You're gonna need to call for a reservation, though. 701-532 Bowl. Push extension two. 701-532-BOWL extension two. Or stop into Barron's Host Stand and make your reservation there. Barron's Eatery at Kingpin's for Easter brunch. We'll see you there. Are you tired of woke investment firms trying to push their political agenda
12: onto your money? This is Brian Cronk, financial advisor at Collins & Cronk here in Fargo. If you are through with big East Coast companies and their ESG agenda, call Collins & Cronk for a consultation. See how we build a plan based on what matters to you. Call Collins & Cronk today, 701-235-0119. That's 701-235-0119. At Collins &
6: Cronk, you matter. Raymond James Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC, Collins & is not a broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services.
0: Your daily dose of common sense in a world gone mad. This is The Steve Holstrom Show. Join the show by calling 701-271-1100 or email studio at flagfamily.com. The Steve Holstrom Show is on the flag.
1: Now, your host, Steve Hallstrom. I'm coming in. Over the top of the hour, I've got Fox Business on, which is my favorite channel on, I don't know what you call it, cable TV, satellite, whatever. They had some polling from the latest Pew Research poll about how Biden is doing on the issues and he his disapprove number is higher than his approval number in every category. They had like seven different categories: the economy, national security, jobs, whatever. Every single one of them, he was underwater. I don't think I've ever seen that. Usually, there's something there. Like uh, you know, I think he you know would be a good pet parent or something. He'll get an approval. I mean, he got he's just getting destroyed on every level. I just. I don't know about you, but I just don't see how they can run him. They just can't. I, Unless they unless they know the fix is in, I just don't think they can run him. They're going to have to pull him out. My gosh, he's, he disappoints Americans in every way possible, in every issue that is out there. I don't know. They, they've got to yank him at some point. Maybe the convention is when they do it. I, I don't know. They're kind of running out of time. I am interested in what you thought about that exchange with uh, myself and Greg, and, and I'm not saying Greg's wrong on any of the things that he's saying, and he makes a point that you know what about the future? I I just say look, if, if there's a way to pay for this thing now, and we know who who know, I mean we can change the rules later if we need to, but for right now it cert- makes makes um, it, it seems to make a lot of sense to me, and um, I think. Here's my theory on fossil fuels. I think there's a lot of people that are grandstanding and virtue signaling about this, but I don't think fossil fuels are going away. And they can try to shove the EVs down our throat if they want, or whatever else they think is going to make the difference. But we're still going to need oil, coal, natural gas for, you know, a plastic products. I mean, and all you know, uh, lubrication for engine parts, and there's just a million things we're going to need it for. So I look at 10, 15, 20 years, we can make different decisions then. But if there's a way that we can underwrite this idea right now, I see it as a tremendous recruiting tool for North Dakota. Tax message came in. Greg said the legislature should hold local taxing authorities accountable. Who is he trying to BS? They've had their head in the sand forever over the real estate tax issue. Now they want to address it. Yeah, I, I guess that's kind of where I stand on this too. And I know that, there's, you know, the the thought out there. Well, if they need more money, they're going to come to Bismarck and say, "Well, we need more now." Well, then just say no. Say, you know, you got to do this locally. Um, you can't come to the state looking for it. We're already sending Steve's five thousand dollar check or whatever it is back to you. You you guys are on your own to figure this out right now. I imagine if there's like some big flood project or something where it, it, the whole state feels like it's a good thing for the whole state, you could take that as a one-off and say, okay, yes, we are going to underwrite this one thing. I don't know. I just I feel like this makes sense. I think it can be done. The, the people that say that we can pay for it say that we can pay for it at least for the, for the next few years. So I, I don't know why we wouldn't let, take a good hard look at doing that. The local control thing, I understand where he's coming from on this. But still, the local decision-makers – are get, going to get their chance to take Steve's $5,000 and figure out how to spend it. That local control never goes away. And if they want to have a new fee or a new tax or a new something, they can. They just can't call it real estate or property taxes. And they'll have to have honest communication with us about where that money's going to come from and how much it's going to cost. I think there will be more transparency with this one. So I don't know. Uh, I could be missing it. Uh, There might be something here that's just not connecting in my head, but at this point I don't see a reason to back off my support of this. I don't. How about you? Did anything you hear there make you think differently about it? Did Greg have a point like, yeah, Steve, oh, he's got you on this one, or Steve, I like the way you articulated that. I'm kind of with you on this one. Be interesting to see. This is where I'm at today. I'm not saying I'll never feel differently about it, but for right now, Seems to make a lot of sense to me. All right, 512 here on the Steve Hallstrom Show. We've got the top five at five for you. It's brought to you by Nancy Kelly Realty. Go to nancykellyrealty.com and find out more about Colfax Meadows, where small-town living is still a thing. I'll give you the almanac and then what I believe to be the – five most important stories of the day. Average high for February 20th is 24. Average low is 6. Record high, 54 degrees in 2017. Record low, minus 31 in 2008. Uh, Right now, Fargo-Moorhead, West Fargo, we're sitting at 38 degrees. Uh, We, at one time, were tipping uh, right around 40, but it's come back a couple of degrees since then. Okay, stories that I think you need to know about. Story number one. Uh, Officials confirmed earlier today that Shannon Gooden killed himself after fatally shooting two Burnsville police officers and a medic during a standoff over the weekend. He died by suicide with a single gunshot wound to the head inside the house in the uh, 12,000 block of South 33rd Avenue in Burnsville. Um, He had interactions with law enforcement, as you know, fired several shots between 6:30 and 6:45 and eventually ended his own life about 6:45. Story number 2. An incumbent of the Fargo City Commission is announcing his reelection bid. John Strand is going to run for his third term as a member of the Fargo City Commission. He says he wants to continue working on his priorities, which are housing concerns, homelessness and public safety. So he's going to be in. There are two seats open. We do not yet know if the other incumbent, Arlette Preston, is going to run for re-election. Story number three, Valley News Live reports that on Sunday, 35-year-old Andrew Drager of Mapleton operated his vehicle in a method, in a manner that is leading now to felony criminal vehicular operation charges. He is the mayor of Mapleton. Happened about four o'clock on Sunday. Uh, there was a, an accident that happened near the Detroit Mountain Recreation Area, and uh, deputies noted that Drager's eyes were bloodshot, and he had a blood alcohol content of 0. 0.14. Story number four, the newest uh, survey results are out from the North Dakota poll that is uh, brought to us by the North Dakota News Cooperative. This one is about climate change. of eligible North Dakota voters participating say climate change poses a threat to their future way of life. Only 26% of Republicans believe that, but 87% of Democrats do. Independence is 45%. To me, that's an okay question. I don't love it. If someone says, do you think climate change could pose a threat to your future way of life? Could is a strong word there. Uh, Do you believe that it poses a threat? It just feels like, yeah, I mean, someday, maybe something, whatever. I don't know. Don't love that question. Uh, The other number I thought was interesting in there that only 26% of the respondents believe climate change is mainly caused by human activity. I think nationwide that number is higher. 38% said those changes are based on natural patterns in the global environment, which I think is exactly right. Uh, That's my answer, but I think nationwide that number is probably lower than maybe what it is in North Dakota. 27% say it's a combination of the two. I know some very smart people who believe that, that it's a lot about just natural patterns, but human activity is doing a small amount toward that, which I say, how do you prove it, right? That's, That's sort of the problem. But I think that's an interesting result there. Uh, And uh, story number five for you. Uh, North Dakota congressional candidate Tom Campbell is taking shots at Republican challengers Julie Fedorchuk and Rick Becker. And uh, Campbell said to WDAY radio, I know we don't need another regulator or a career politician, and we don't need an extremist that's going to ruin our country or cut everything right away. So I think I'm kind of middle-of-the-road the the person that can deliver a performance. So with Fedorchuk, he's talking about a regulator, and uh, with Becker, an extremist career politician. I don't know that regulator – I'm thinking about that song, Regulators, mount up. I don't know that calling someone a regulator is an insult in any way. Um Regulators are generally operational people who understand how things really work, so I don't know that that's like a deep-cutting comment to a Julie Fedorchik, But uh, there's a lot of people that don't like Rick Becker. I'm learning that more and more here that extremists is going to ruin our country. <laughs> you went after Becker a lot harder than you went after Julie. I'll say that. And those are the five most important stories that are circulating in the news cycle today. I've got one bonus for you here, though, that I'll pump in. Uh, Bison football coach Tim Polisek has got his deal signed to be the next coach of the Bison football team. Five-year deal, base salary 330 grand per year, plus bonuses and incentives. If he got all of those met, which would include winning a national title, the deal would be worth about 450000 Former Bison coaches Chris Kleiman and Matt Entz both started with base salaries of 300000 in their first year. Years. So uh, Tim gets a 10% bump on top of that, although it's been a few years since those deals were signed. All right. So that's a bonus one there for you in the uh, top five at five today, brought to you by Nancy Kelly Realty. All right. When we come back on the Steve Hallstrom show, still interested in your thoughts on what you heard there in that conversation. Do you like this idea of the uh, repeal of property taxes? Do you think it's a little fishy and it doesn't quite add up in your mind? What are your thoughts on this? We'd love to hear from you at 271-1100, studio at flagfamily.com, or text line 701 1590 When we come back, we are in the news. Nobody here is going to jail, or we didn't get a $335 million fine, but we might have a new job to do. We'll talk about it next.
0: Lars Larson is on the flag. San Francisco has done something amazing. Stupid, but amazing all the same. They have a city elections commission. That elections commission oversees elections in San Francisco. And for the first time in American history, they seem to be very proud of this. They have appointed a non-citizen to the San Francisco Elections Commission. Lars Larson, weeknights on AM 1100 and 92.3 FM, The Flag.
4: Are you the type of person who loves new adventures, experiences, and surroundings? We can help. Hi, Nancy Kelly from Labor Masters. We're locally owned day labor experts, and we've got three shifts daily, so you can come in, go to work, and get paid the same day. No two days are ever the same. Embrace the variety. Contact us at labormasters.net. That's labormasters.net. Join us for a world of opportunities. Ah, winter. The season of frosty air, Netflix, and that not-so-pleasant musty basement smell. Thank you, Mother Nature. But fear not, mold enthusiasts. Lacey with Precision Concrete Cutters Ramjack North here to save the season. Our team of trusty mold slayers is ready to kick that musty odor to the curb. Say goodbye to damp and musty and hello to grandma's afghan in rom-coms. No one needs mold as a winter accessory. Go to pccnd.com. Precision Concrete Cutters Ramjack North. Solid foundations. Healthy homes.
7: Are you a tech-savvy individual looking to make a difference in agriculture? Northern Plains Equipment, a certified Case IH dealer in Garrison, North Dakota, is seeking an AFS Precision Farming Specialist. You'll provide top-notch technical support, ensuring our customers get timely assistance with their precision farming technologies. With a focus on sales support, integration, and training, you'll be a crucial part of our team. Northern Plains Equipment offers competitive wages, a comprehensive benefits package, and a positive work environment. Email your resume to hr at plainsegg.com today
0: luther family buick gmc as the inventory you've been waiting for don't you settle for what's left over pick your favorite from our huge selection of new buicks and gmc the shelves are stocked and the lot is full with rates as low as 0.9 on the new gmc sierra 1500 or 0.9 financing on most new buick models for qualified buyers bring your title and your trade and come in today while the selection is strong luther family buick gmc south Fargo. we are professional grade
10: too many people try things that don't work they lose confidence and give up hi this is dr z at the clinic in west fargo and we work hard to find out which treatments will work best for your condition if you're fed up with not getting results we can help about 96 percent of the pain conditions you have and in 15 minutes we can usually tell whether we can or can't don't take it from me here's gene
0: heard a commercial on this radio station, and I was in pain at the time. My pain level was 8 or a 9 at most times. After a few treatments with Dr. Z, I could see that pain level dissipating. Today, I, I can function fairly normal. I can jump in and out of my pickup, climb ladders. Uh, I work in my garage mostly every day. I couldn't have done any of that.
10: Tired of the pain? Call the clinic now tell them Dr. Z sent you. 701-492-0696 or find us at theclinicnow.com. Hello, Comfort King Mattress Factory.
13: Hello, I'd like to buy a handcrafted Comfort King bed. Sure thing. Oh, good.
10: Say, aren't you the guy who tried to sell me a cheap website bed?
13: Oh, yes. I sell them every day to people who don't know any better. On the website, all beds look good. Haha. <laughs> but for my family, I want something that will last many years. Everyone knows that is a Comfort King.
0: Yes, sir. At Comfort
10: King, we don't make cheap website beds. We build the finest mattresses in the world.
13: Comfort King, where sweet dreams and better health awaits you.
0: This is the Steve Hallstrom Show.
1: Uh, From the text line, uh, people need to go back to science class. Climate change is cyclical. I tried not to drink any Coke products after they came out and said their employees should be less white. Well, there you go. A couple of issues wrapped up in one uh, text message there. Uh, another one, uh, regarding Biden's approval ratings, it's too late to pull him from the ticket. Take it to the bank. The deep state won't surrender power. There will be some kind of an event that delays or suspends the election, keeping Biden and Obama in power. Now, well, I wouldn't put it past anybody. Uh, I, I wouldn't. Um, I recall Obama, another email here. I recall Obama saying years ago that America is not better than any other countries. He plans to turn America into a third world country. That's scary. Is that scary? If that's the game plan? Another great show. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I I I don't know. I feel like sooner or later that people are in the middle are going to have to just look at facts. I don't know. I that last midterm election when it was all about Roe versus Wade being overturned. I just can't believe that's going to carry the same sort of staying power through 2 years and that that's going to be the thing and the people are going broke they can't go to the grocery store they got to pull money out of savings or credit cards are tapped out there's only so there's only so long that you can hold your anger about abortion and wanting to protect the right to have an abortion when you're when you're dying of starvation so at some point you got to say, look, it's time to get all this philosophical stuff out of the way and get to the reality which is I can't take care of my family anymore and I don't know if if we can't win this election you guys, I I don't know, God's on the throne. That's the only that lets me uh, sleep about uh, sleep at night. The border is another piece of it. I mean, you could literally have uh, an anxiety breakdown thinking about what's happened at the southern border. Millions. Now it's tens of millions. Uh, what's the latest number? Like 15 million people they're thinking might have, might now be in the country that, that came through that border either through one of the checkpoints or just snuck through. It's crazy. Um, all right, I've got um, a couple things I want to get to here, but I see Ron's on the line, and he wants to talk, and so let's sneak Ron in quick. Hey, Ron, what's going on?
13: Oh, not much. How are you
1: today? I'm doing great, my friend. Thank you.
13: Uh, what a beautiful winter we're having. here.
1: right it is. <laughs> Unbelievable. This oh. is the winter we're going to talk about till we die. We're going to say, remember <laughs> that winter back in, uh, well, after COVID a couple of years, Sonny, it was uh, crazy. Yeah,
13: that's a good point. So I got just a couple of things all kind of related to, to the border. Well, mm-hmm. two related to the border and one uh, about the Biden's fiasco. Okay. Um, first one is uh, all these Chinese that are coming in. Since when do you know that china just lets people up and leave their country yeah oh they wake up one day Hey, i want to go to america you know okay go
1: well i'll add to that yeah i'll i'll add to that ron how many countries do you have to hike through to get from china to america and if you're supposed to be seeking asylum protection from you know uh, oppressive situations or whatever first of all nobody's buying that well i guess we should buy it about china but um, it's not like there's civil war there or things like that going on. Asylum is supposed to be a refugee. Give me to the first safe place I come to. That's not what they're doing by uh, by coming here.
13: No, the, those people are handpicked by the Chinese government and sent over here. Mm, you might be um, right. Secondly, um, you know, about the, the border um, is – that we need to watch our northern border as yeah,
1: well. Yeah, 100% right. Yeah.
13: You know, I we hear all the talk about the southern border and yes, that needs to be locked down and secured, but uh we need to um, you know, pay attention to our northern border as well. The, the last thing uh that I'd like to to talk about it is, you know, Joe Biden uh Ben Hur oh. <laughs> Not Ben
1: her, but yeah, I know what you know, you're talking about her, yeah yeah yeah
13: the the lawyer her that came out with the report, right, yeah, so this guy's a lawyer, he's talking about the legalese you know within you know that Biden was probably culpable for the things that he did, but you know he makes other statements from the medical aspect of things where he's determining that his client is not competent. To stand trial, those are done. That's done by a psychiatrist, not a lawyer.
9: So yeah. Was there so a
13: psychiatrist. Yeah. Was there a psychiatrist in that office? And if there was, why are we hearing about that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a good point. Yeah. So it's a special counsel kind of a thing, um, and I suppose they get to make some judgments about people's mental acuity just by interviewing them or looking at information about what they're all about, and they see. Yeah, you know, testimony from others that they work with. Yeah, he's kind of like, you know, the elevator doesn't go all the way to the top floor anymore or whatever. So I imagine they've got a little bit of license to give uh, some interpretation of what they're hearing. Uh, but you you raise a fair question, like how much clinical diagnosis went into that. I think it's a good question to ask. Yeah,
13: that's that's just uh, something, you know, to for people to keep on their minds.
1: Yep, you right know, on. when
13: they hear this stuff, they come out and... You know, you got lawyers that are making medical components to their decision. And, um, you know, just the other aspect that really bothers me the most is, you know, people are thinking, oh, these Chinese are just up and walking over their borders and leaving. And, you know, nobody leaves China without the government knowing about it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, good point. Ron, hey, thanks for giving a call. Great to hear from you today. All right, have a great day. Yep, you do the same. Thanks much. 529 here. Before we get to the bottom of the hour news update, I want to tell you there's never been a better time to visit Colfax Meadows. You hear me say it all the time. Small town living is still a thing. And a lot of us grew up in small towns and you remember that neighborly feel and you could let your kids play outside. You weren't worried about stuff. You could leave the garage open and you didn't wonder if some guy who was hopped up on meth was going to come and jack all your stuff when you weren't looking. Well, Colfax Meadows, just a short 20-minute drive south of Fargo, might be just a place for you. Join the team at Nancy Kelly Realty for a community extravaganza. They're having a party down there. Sunday, between 1 and 2.30, it's a development-wide open house. There are 10 10- Different open houses by four different builders. Valant, White Wolf, Silverline, and Birchill Construction. You got Ramblers, two stories, not your cookie cutter homes that you see so many times here in town. And a majority of the homes qualify for a four percent seller credit. That's roughly eighteen grand that you can use to buy down your interest rate or for closing costs as well. Low specials, big lots. Good stuff there. Find out more at nancykellyrealty.com. That's nancykellyrealty.com. All right, uh, Nikki Haley got choked up today talking about her family. And on one hand, it was kind of refreshing. On the other hand, it made me go, oh, I cringed a little bit. I'm going to play for you exactly what I'm talking about when we continue. First, though, a check of news and weather. From the
9: WDAY News Center, I'm Tom Tucker. It's time for your Flag News Update. This news is brought to you by Labor Masters. As the war between Israel and Hamas continues into its fifth month, some Fargo community members are asking the city commission to approve a resolution calling for a ceasefire to the conflict.
10: No matter like what your position are, if you're like, a leader in the community, or whether that's you know a federal leader or a local leader, you, should, you still have a responsibility in representing and speaking on behalf of the people. I think it's definitely important that you know, they have positive messaging on this but we should avoid the idea of, like, whataboutism.
9: Kyle Feldhake is the local leader for the national organization called Code Pink. Minnesota state colleges and universities are looking for $1 billion in funding from state lawmakers during this legislative session. We're told the funds would mostly be used to repair existing buildings across the state. The money would also go toward improving energy efficiency, enhancing campus safety, and bolstering future enrollment. And a Dilworth man was arrested last night after police say he drove the wrong way on I-29 and led officers on a short pursuit. It happened in Trail County around 11 o'clock. The man arrested is identified as 30-year-old Trevor Christensen. No one was hurt. I'm Tom Tucker with The Flag and aim1100theflag.com.
6: First with news when you need to know. Partly to mostly cloudy for this evening with a west-northwest wind around 5 to 15. Throughout early tonight, it's cloudy with a chance for a few sprinkles. Otherwise, skies will be clearing out as temperatures drop down to a low of 21, with wind switching to the southwest around 5 to 10. We'll hang on to light wind on Wednesday with skies going partly cloudy. Highs are in the upper 40s to low 50s. And on Thursday, we'll cool things back down into the 40s with mainly sunny skies. From the Flag Skywatch Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Storm.
11: Ransomware attacks are happening here, now. The gangs are doubling their efforts and shifting their focus. And if you don't meet demands, they're being more aggressive. Listen to our High Point Network's Bite Size Insights segment during What's on Your Mind Thursday. We'll talk with Lynn Soweth as she shares insights on protecting your company's tech assets and information. How to be politely paranoid with emails and calls from new people. That's Bite Size Insights with High Point Networks. Thursday, 1030,
3: during What's on Your Mind, right here on The Flash. Thinking of a Valentine's Day proposal? Make this Valentine's Day truly extraordinary with the offer we have for you. This is Aaron with Wimmer's Diamonds, and now through February 29th, when you purchase an engagement ring and center stone valued at $2,000 or more, receive a pair of beautiful one-carat lab-grown diamond earrings valued over $1,000 absolutely free. Hurry in and let our diamond experts help you choose the ring that will light up her world. Wimmer's Diamonds, where an engagement ring and free diamond earrings come together for the best Valentine's ever. American
11: adults spend about seven hours a day in front of a screen. Teens use an average of nine hours per day on entertainment media, and half of them say they're online on a nearly constant basis. The Dakota Medical Foundation and its regional partners are committed to developing more resources to help educate parents and professionals to prevent digital addiction and heal those suffering from it. Start your journey today. Go to DACMED.org, click on the News tab, DACMED.org, for a path to healthy tech use. Ransomware attacks are happening here, now. The gangs are doubling their efforts and shifting their focus. And if you don't meet demands, they're being more aggressive. Listen to our High Point Networks Bite Size Insights segment during What's on Your Mind Thursday. We'll talk with Lynn Soweth as she shares insights on protecting your company's tech assets and information. How to be politely paranoid with emails and calls from new people. That's Bite Size Insights with High Point Networks. Thursday, 1030, during What's on Your Mind, right here on The flag
0: your job is just a job. Reboot your 2024 with a career at Thurldson Ethanol. Be part of a work family that operates one of the largest ethanol plants in America. Clean, state-of-the-art facility that is leading North Dakota's energy revolution. From family-friendly policies like four days on, four days off, exceptional compensation, benefits, bonus, and incentives. Positions start at 75 dollars to $80,000 per year. Bring a strong work ethic and Thurldson Ethanol will train you on the job. Apply online right now at thurldsonethanol.com.
7: Big Deals, where you'll always get a big deal on products and services you love, like clothing, automotive, hotel, or food. Our newest big deal is from the HopShop Firearm Consulting. Normally $60, but you can get a certificate now for just $41. At HopShop Firearm Consulting, they can assist you with finding the right firearm just for you. Now that's a big deal. Just go to am1100theflag.com and click on Big Deals.
0: The
1: Steve Hallstrom Show is on the flag. All right, I think whoever came up with the price tag for the Trump shoes shot way too low. Um, The limited edition gold sneakers from former President Trump are sold out. They sold out within hours after being launched uh, in Philadelphia over the weekend. But they're selling for thousands now on eBay. People are reselling them. Um, somebody just paid $7,500 on eBay for a pair of the Trump sneakers, size 11. Uh, there's a bunch of other uh, shoes, uh, pairs of shoes that have been sold there. Uh, 20 in all on eBay. Average sale price, $3,100. Addison for this pair. Did 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 you uh, up and uh, buy a pair of the sneakers? My man, I mean I I bought my pair of DCs for like 40 bucks. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's uh there are shoes on there uh, at 6,000 right now down to above 4,000. Oh no, here's one. Somebody's asking 45,000 for a pair. Only 1,000 pairs of the Never Surrender sneakers were made. I don't like the gold color. It's just not my personality. But I'm telling you, um, the young kids would love them, and the young guys that like to rock the high fashion, they probably would be all over these things. Um, Kanye West, these look good on Yeezy or yay, or whatever he's calling himself these days. They are, I mean, you're not sneaking up on anybody with these shoes, and they've got kind of a cool little American flag sort of deco at the top. I kind of like them, but I kind of just say they're there's just no way are they are they uh, my my style. But that's crazy. Somebody's asking $45,000 uh, a pair. So they needed to shoot a little higher. Uh, they were being sold at three ninety nine each uh, when they came out. Three hundred ninety nine dollars. They could have probably gone well easily nine ninety nine and higher if people are, you know, paying them, paying you know three thousand and up for them. Seventy five hundred on one. So that's crazy. The uh, GoFundMe uh, continues to go up. They're now at seven hundred forty two thousand. Yesterday, when we came on the air, first told you about this. It was five hundred four thousand. So they're almost three quarters of a million right now. I don't know that it gets to three hundred fifty-five million, which is their goal. But this is going to be really fun to watch. I think I'll be interested to see how this uh, how this turns out. Uh, text message in about the property tax discussion. Uh, who comes out best for property tax relief? The one that pays a thousand dollars a year, or the one that pays ten thousand a year in property taxes? Good question. So let's think about this. Well, I don't I mean, I don't know that there's a lot of people at 10000 a year in property taxes. You have a million-dollar house, don't you, to get to $10,000 a year? Um, my answer to that question is they both come out the same because they're losing their entire real estate tax bill. So I think they come out the same because their whole bill gets to be basically sent over to the state government. To pay it, and you know uh, the ten thousand probably means as much to the guy in the million dollar house or whatever as a thousand matters to the person in the whatever. I don't even know if you can get a thousand dollar tax bill. Maybe in a small community, certainly in Fargo. What's the what's the cheapest house you could buy in Fargo? Maybe two hundred thousand, and that's that's more than a thousand. Uh, I've got to think. So, yeah, I, I I don't think there's many people that are paying either 1000 or 10000 But I, I would say the impact is the same because whatever your bill is, it goes away. And I'm always one to say, look, um, Doug Burgum and I, very different tax brackets, okay? But if something works out good for Doug Burgum, I'm not going to be mad about that because I don't get as much benefit as him. Um. You know, in this case, maybe Doug Bergen pays 10000 a year in property taxes somewhere, and I'm not, you know, that he might be 20. I don't know what he's got for property or whatever, but if I benefit in a good way, I'm not going to be mad that somebody else benefited maybe to a higher extent. Um, that's the class warfare thing that the Democrats play, and I don't want to play that game. I don't know that most of you do either. So, um, good stuff there. Um, more businessmen say that they will no longer invest in New York after the uh, Trump ruling there um, Epic Times reporting this that some real estate investors say that they are losing interest. Kevin O'Leary, I should dig that up uh, that was that was good. Uh, he had a, a about a two minute clip the other day talking about winner states and loser states. Um, basically saying that New York was a loser state like California is. And he talked about uh, North Dakota. He said, you got good states like North Dakota and Florida and Arizona and Texas and that kind of thing there. We talked about Grant Cardone. That's Elena Cardone's husband. Elena's doing the Trump GoFundMe. Grant Cardone, um, he put out a social media post, said he is going. he's told his team to stop looking for opportunities in New York now. That he's standing with uh, the president, so interesting stuff there on that one. Okay, uh, I do want to play this for you. Nikki Haley, I uh, had a press conference today in advance of the South Carolina primary uh, that's coming up. I believe Saturday is uh, is this one here, but she had a campaign event today, and uh, Addison, I can play this here from my uh, computer. But um, so Nikki Haley, basically, people were wondering, OK, is she you know, going to pull out of this thing? The polling isn't looking really good for her. But she said, I'm staying in. I- I'm not going anywhere. But today, as she was talking about her husband being deployed and her family, she got choked up. And I want to play this where it's about a minute and a half. She's talking about the general state of the race right here.
15: Let's finally leave the past behind and let's forge a new American future. This vision has guided every generation. It summoned me to serve as governor of this great state and as ambassador for the greatest country in the world. And that same vision called my husband to serve in the uniform of the United States. He's a major in the South Carolina Army National Guard.
1: Okay, she's doing okay now. As I prepare
15: for what lies ahead, Michael is at the forefront of my mind. I wish Michael was here today, and I wish our children and I could see him tonight, but we can't. He's serving on the other side of the world, where conflict is the norm, where terrorists hide among the innocent, where Iran's terrorist proxies are now attacking American troops. This is Michael's second deployment. It was hard for us to say goodbye to him the first time when he deployed to Afghanistan. It was even harder last summer when he deployed to Africa. As every military family knows, when a loved one deploys, we start the year-long prayer. It's a prayer for their safety more than anything else. But it's also a prayer of gratitude. The kids and I know why Michael went. He stepped up to keep us safe. And not just us. He stepped up to defend our nation's freedom and our way of life. Michael is fighting for the country he loves. So are all of his brothers and sisters in arms wherever they're stationed in this dangerous world.
1: Okay, so what is your reaction to that? when you heard what she said. My mind starts turning over some possibilities here. I I think to myself, the first thing I say is, as a human being, man, my heart goes out to her. Uh, I might get a little choked up too if my wife was uh, enlisted and she had to go overseas and people are shooting at him and all that stuff. I might be emotional about that too. And Nikki Haley genuinely seems like, the thought of this really gets to her. And so that's my first thought is like, let's not try to play politics with it. Let's just say, wow, it brings it home. So that's thought number one I have. Uh, I have other random thoughts on this as well. Uh, the second one is she's way behind in the polls in her home state. Did somebody tell her, hey, look, if you kind of feel that little lump turning into something more in your throat, maybe that's not a bad thing to have happen. We got to do something in this campaign because it could be really ugly when we count up all the ballots on Saturday. So maybe this is a tactic? I don't know. Seemed pretty genuine to me, but you never know. Third Third thing that I think about is the primary is over. Nikki Haley's not going to win, but let's just entertain the conversation that maybe there could be a way forward for her. There's a part of me that cringes when I see that too. Thinking about the leader of the free world getting emotional, getting choked up that way. Say what you want about Donald Trump, and I have. There's a lot of the a lot of time the way he handles things. I don't appreciate. I don't like it. I don't have a lot of respect for it. Not every time, but every once in a while, the way Trump communicates. But I, the guy's a machine. And, you know, you want me on that wall, you need me on that wall. Remember that line from the movie, the Jack Nicholson line? You kind of in some way want your leader to be that sort of iron jaw that's not going to be affected by the emotions of things. I do. Now, maybe that makes me a bad person. Maybe I should want a more vulnerable leader. I don't know, but I don't. Because I know who is fighting those battles on the other side. Putin and G and these uh, leaders of whatever the, the over in uh, the Middle East, those people, I guarantee you they do not have an ounce of decent human being in them to do what they do. Well, that's maybe a little strong, I don't know, but you get the point. Like, these are machines, and we need to know that if we have an American president that's going to go overseas and sit down and look across the table from Xi or Putin or, you know, Rocket Man or whoever, I don't know. It makes me a little uneasy thinking that they might break down in the conversation. So, again, different situation, different settings. I know that. Typically, if you're playing, you know, hardcore politics, you're going to set your jaw, and it's a little different than just talking about your family to campaign event. But I don't know. There's just a part of me that feels uncomfortable with this. Does that make me a bad person? I don't know. Maybe it does. Let me know what you think. What comes to mind with uh, uh, for you when you hear that? Or you say, look, this race is over. I don't even know why she's doing it. I don't really care. But would be interested in hearing what you say about that. I think two things can be true at the same time. I can appreciate her humanity and her genuine concern for her husband. And at the same time, I want her to be able to fight through that without getting choked up. Anyway, maybe that uh, maybe that makes me a bad guy. I don't know. Uh, a couple text messages that come here. I have a home in West Fargo valued right around five hundred thousand. My property tax and specials are almost eleven thousand dollars a year. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. Um, eleven grand. I suppose if you put the specials on, yeah. And the specials. I'm trying to think of, like how we pay those. I think those are just like part of it you pay every year. But if you had to pay off the whole balance, up, that, that'd probably be 11 on any of the houses that I've had before. Uh, text message about Nikki Haley. Nikki was emotional. Trump was very emotional in comparison. He choked up when considering the consequences of his 92 indictments. Do you think Putin judges this emotional man as an easy mark? Well, you're breaking news to me, bro or sis. Donald Trump got choked up about the 92 indictments? I did not see that. Uh, <laughs> I can understand that, too. I can. Uh, I don't think Putin would judge Trump as an easy mark. So maybe that's unfair of my part. I've never seen Donald Trump even remotely get close to tears or any kind of emotional uh trauma there at all let's sneak justin in quick before we get to a break here justin good afternoon hey there yeah i wanted to um comment on a couple things um first of all i mean let's be
12: honest steve you're in the exact same tax bracket as doug bergham um that's for sure okay and yeah i know you like to hide it but uh i'm I'm really good at it (laughs) 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 regarding though the Nikki haley thing i'm right there with you i think that uh you know, there's a time and place for that. I feel, you know, definitely for her situation there, you know, having a spouse overseas and all of that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously you're, you're a human being first. But I'm, that's exactly what I thought, though, when I, when I heard it is, what if she's sitting across from Putin mm-hmm. or Xi and she crumbles under pressure like that? And, and just for if there's women listening in the audience, just so everybody doesn't you know claim I'm sexist or anything like that, I wouldn't, I don't think Christine Ohm, Tulsi Gabbard, other strong women would would crumble in front of those leaders, and I just think
1: she's she's a bit on the soft side. Mm. Um, That's a great point about uh, Nikki, uh, Christy Noem, uh Tulsi Gabbard, Carrie Lake. Yeah, I, I think they're just kind of cut from a different cloth. They're there are machines. Chrissy Nome is the most unbelievable human being. I've met her, and she she can, like, pet a dog and be, like, the sweetest thing ever, and then you see her on Face the Nation and handling the questions that come her way, and she is tough as nails. And I, I, I believe that you can have both. But And, look, Nikki Haley's probably super tired. The campaign is obviously worn on or whatever. But, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Justin. I feel like there's moments that we just need you to have that iron jaw and if you're not able to do it, and look, a campaign is demanding, but it's no less demanding or no more demanding than what, what being president would be and all those things that you deal with. So I'm with you.
13: Well, well,
12: let's not kid ourselves either. I mean, the third point you mentioned was they're political animals, and I don't care who it is. I'm always going to be suspicious if some handler got in front of them, like you said. Yeah. Kind of so yeah, just kind of let it flow, yeah. you know, it'll show you're more human. And, uh, yeah, I just you just wonder. Just, I just wonder think it's crunch time for her, particularly with South Carolina. But I mean, when I say crunch time, she thinks you know she might gain a few points. But you know, in the end, I think she's going to be down
1: probably thirty-five. Yeah, that, that could be, Justin. Hey, thanks for calling, but I appreciate you uh, phoning in today. Yep. You bet. take care, Justin and Lakes Country jumping in here uh, on the conversation. Okay, short break for us here. When we come back, couple more notes to finish up with here. I'm sure glad we got the liar out of the White House. Joe Biden's latest bold-faced lie to the American public. This guy just doesn't stop.
11: Next up on What's On Your Mind, your chance to sound off on what ticks you off about anything in the news. Or tell us whatever you want to tell us. It's called What's On Your Mind for a reason. And you know what? You don't even have to wait for the show. 8.30 to 11, AM 1100, FM 92.3 the flag because you can call right now get that off your chest 855-200-1776 that's right 855-200-1776 what's on your mind 832 11 right here on the flag
12: are you tired of woke investment firms trying to push their political agenda onto your money? This is Brian Cronk, financial advisor at Collins & Cronk here in Fargo. If you are through with big East Coast companies and their ESG agenda, call Collins & Cronk for a consultation. See how we build a plan based on what matters to you. Call Collins & Cronk today, 701-235-0119. That's 701-235-0119. At Collins & Cronk, you matter.
6: Raymond James Financial Services, Inc. member FINRA, SIPC, Collins & Kroc is not a broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services.
11: You've no doubt heard the saying, do it right the first time. That's why we at Flag Family Media had Olaf Anderson general contractors handle our entire project for the Flag Family headquarters you see on I-29 south of the 94 interchange. And there's projects underway right now. A lot of buzz about that beautiful new building downtown, the new headquarters for Bell Bank. That's an Olaf Anderson project. Everywhere you look, really, you're going to find some. True North Steel is an example. Wimmer's Diamonds. Just a few examples. They do it all at Olaf Anderson. If you have an automotive or manufacturing business, aviation, education, health need an office space, specialty office, warehouse, storage office, they do it all at Olaf Anderson. And you know what? They do it right the first time. We know firsthand. Attention to detail, second to none. Managing the schedule, impeccably executed. For design build and master planning, do it right the first time. Olaf Anderson, General Contractors. Like us, you'll never regret the decision to go with the best.
4: All the special interests are represented in Bismarck. But who speaks for you? Center of the American Experiment does. Our policy fellows dig into the tough issues that matter to you and offer common-sense solutions on education, taxes, crime, and energy. American Experiment is the trusted, nonpartisan voice of North Dakotans like you. We are working every day to make North Dakota a better, safer, more prosperous place. We are American Experiment North Dakota. Go to americanexperimentnd.org to learn more. Attention business leaders, the Chamber's Midwest Economic Outlook Summit is on February 22nd, presented by Bremer Bank and Cass County Electric Cooperative. Join Bobcat, our chief economist and industry giants, for keynotes on tight labor markets, foreign conflicts, emerging trends, inflation, interest rates, and more. Gain insights on your dollar strength, business impacts, and 2024 expectations. Discover trends, stay agile, and respond to this evolving economy. Enjoy the live stream. Visit FMWFChamber.com for tickets and details.
3: Reduce your reliance on the grid and save money at the same time. Hi, Ben here, owner of Holson Solar, inviting you to come visit us at the 2024 Home and Garden Show. With incentives like the 30% federal tax credit, net metering, and low interest financing, you can take back control of your energy costs. Give me a call at 218-78-SOLAR or visit HolsonHome.com to schedule a free solar consultation. The Steve Hallstrom Show.
1: All right. uh, New York Post with a story. One of their reporters claiming, oh, oh, no, this is from Axios. Sorry. Uh, The replay is in the post there that the White House basically is proving that Republican objections to the Senate border deal were right all along. In a leak preview of next month's State of the Union address, a source close to Biden reveals that President Biden is considering the bold move of issuing, quote, an executive order that would dramatically staunch the record flow of migrants into the Southwest. So he really did have the power to do it. Remember when he said, I can't do anything about it. I can't do anything. I need Congress. I can't do anything. Another lie from Joe Biden. I got a text message from a buddy today and said, hey, did you see your names in the paper? I'm like, what in the world? Bismarck Tribune has got the story today. North Dakota's Industrial Commission is awarding a $300,000 contract to a public relations firm. There are two finalists. We are part of a team that's one of the two finalists. And uh, this money will be to promote uh, the state efforts of um, things like carbon capture pipeline emissions things like that that can help with enhanced oil recovery so they need they want someone to talk about the benefits of this and as I've told you before basically we're dealing with like a legal product that helps with enhanced oil recovery I don't care about the green stuff you know that about me but uh, there is a lot that we can benefit from that with the uh, with the wells that need to be refurbished and and uh rehabilitated there so uh we're in the running for uh, that one and so if you hear about us in the news that might be why so a little extra work for our pr firm uh, arm to do so it should be interesting all right my friend thank you for being with me on the show have a great rest of the night and keep flying that flag